Today's episode is brought to you by Wild, natural deodorant, body wash and shampoo bars. Wild uses clean and natural ingredients in all of their beautiful products, meaning they're good for your body and the planet. We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Garamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Um, so Crocs just arrived at your house. Four pairs of Crocs. Yep. May I take you back to when you Crocs shamed me? I did. Hard. Times have changed. And you said you would never be caught dead. And I said, not even on the kids. And you're like, not even on the kids. Gross. Look, I was a victim (laughs) of all of the memes that came out decades ago. Mm -hmm. Croc wearers were the butt of many a joke. And it embedded into my psyche and I was like, I'll never get caught dead in those and certainly my kids won't. (laughs) Next minute, I keep seeing them around on other kids. Yeah, they look great. Yes, they're cute. And the thing that got me over the line, which you sold to me, okay, congratulations on being (laughs) a successful salesperson for Crocs, (laughs) is the ease. Yeah, they There's slide no putting on in. your shoes on. Yes. Yeah, you just and step into them. Rafa and Iggy can step into them and I went, this is a hack. Yes. You can just sit down and like buckle up your whimsical buckle shoes. No. Put on your cute tonal sand shoes. Yeah. No. And you know what? The practical mum in me loves that they're waterproof, they're wipeable. Yeah. They're easy. They're the best. They are the best. And you need to get yourself a pair now. No. Oh, no. yeah. Here no. we go. No. Here we fucking go. Hey, uh, editor. No. Just file this one away for when Jem walks in in Crocs. Okay? No. I'm, that's a step too far. <laughs> I do not need Crocs in my life. I am yet to see a pair of Crocs elevate an outfit <laughs> they always downgrade an outfit <laughs> it's my personal opinion crocs don't do it for me uh, on adults okay cute on kids let's get into the episode all right we have a thousand things to do but we'd rather chat to you with emails and meetings and husbands and kids we don't have time for this just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time for This. I am your sick host, Aww. Gemma Peanut, aka Gemma Peanut on the gram. Oh god. Along with my co-host, <laughs> Kate Reeves. I am well. Remember when I tried to make Gem take armor force? Oh whoa. And then she's what? like, well, you're the one who takes armor force, so you're always sick. And look at me, I'm never sick. Well, here's your comeuppance. It is. Here, it's arrived. <laughs> Don't you reckon that this is the classic brutal come down to a holiday? Yeah, well, it's because you stopped for two weeks. Correct. You stopped working. But my body held it together for two weeks yeah, while we were on you holiday. You had activities. It's true. Because you don't do an actual restful holiday, mm. your body can't do it there. And then I guess you sat in a car for 12 hours and your body was like, perfect. This we're, is the we're time. still ready to rear we're its ugly standing. head. Still, let's go, guys. It's our moment. Let's go, white blood cells. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm full of head cold. Yeah, it's gross. It's not COVID. It's just like a a straight up sinus. Like how much (sighs) snot can one human produce? It's disgusting. And it feels like it's... It's like when people didn't get COVID, like if for two years and then they got COVID, everyone else has had COVID and they're like, oh my God, so my symptoms are, and everyone's like, we don't care. Yeah. Like, cool. Well, thanks for not story. caring on air, Revs. <laughs> I care about you. No, you don't. I don't want to hear about the snot pockets. Okay, fine. Okay, love fine. you. Now, I love your outfit though. For someone who's sick, you've really shown up to work in like a fit today. Well, I've tried. Yeah. What's you that know, about? Revsy, when we went on tour and we got all fast for a moment yeah yeah <laughs> we were in our time we were in our dressed era <laughs> yes my biggest takeaway was the ease of a dress mm-hmm. and a jumpsuit yes and how put together you look and it's just one item to make you feel ready to go yes and today it's a bit cooler and I went there's that jumpsuit I bought from Kavari mm-hmm. it was $300 and I had a chat with myself and I went Jem you're sick you're probably not gonna leave the house you know Revs has seen you in true goblin form yeah but you need to kind of lift for this episode. Okay. So I was like, why can't I wear that? 
expensive Kavari jumpsuit. Well, you should wear it more, right? Well, this is my thought train. Yes. Is I know I wore it on the Today Show, yep. which made me feel lifted yep. and elevated for that. And I thought, no, you can't look at this jumpsuit as a special occasions uh, piece. You need to start wearing it as an everyday piece. Yeah. For cost per wear purposes. Yes, for girl math. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. This is the thing, isn't it? When you spend money on a piece, mm-hmm. you file it in your brain as special occasion. Yes. Sometimes you don't even get around to wearing it because you think it's so special. Well, that's never happened to me. Oh, I definitely got- wear it once, but I might not get around to wearing it again. The good mum came over to my place last week because she's going on a work trip and she's like, oh, I need some things. I just don't have time to shop. I don't want to spend money. Like, can I come and shop your wardrobe? I was like, sure. So she came over and we filled some bags. She's got some stuff. And I was going through and it was, I was like, I've never worn that dress. I've never worn that. Were the tags on? Worn that. Uh, some still had tags on. Some I'd oh taken the tags off. But like, for the same reason though, that I'm like, oh, that would be good for a 40th. That would be good for a special dinner. That would be good for a work thing. So and hang then on, you a 40th that you don't have in the calendar? Yes, because I have the, I've inherited this from my mum and it is wise, Mm -hmm. except it's not financially wise, but it's like life wise. Okay. But you know the rule when you have something to go to Mm. and you hit the shops and you've got three hours or whatever, you never find something to wear. So true. You never, ever do. So if you see something that you just love, Mm. get it because- then when you have an occasion, so, this is the theory. Th- so the theory is that later you yes. will thank spontaneous you. Yes. And be like, oh, I've got that great dress I've never worn. Okay. So what happens to later, later, later revs <laughs> when she realizes she's got like 10 pieces with <laughs> tags still on and she hasn't worn them and has spent, I don't know, she God knows what. She lets her friends come over and shop her cupboard or she sells them. I don't <laughs> so know. So generous. No, we have a wedding coming up and I have options. You know what I mean? Because mm. of that mentality. I might come and shop your come wardrobe. Come and shop my wardrobe anytime. Thanks, I've babe. got so much stuff. But you know that's true. When you have to, when you're like, oh, I've got a wedding on Saturday and it's mm-hmm. Thursday and mm-hmm. you go and hit Westfield or whatever and you can never find anything right. Totally. Because you're in a panic. So if you see something and it works for you, you, know, I you agree. get it. Get it and I guess time. I want to remind our DLs, if mm. there's that like one item of clothing that you splashed out on, maybe it's a silk shirt, Yeah. right? And a silk shirt, yes, yes it's fancy, yeah. but I challenge you to wear it. 100%. With a pair of denim shorts. And yes, it's your special shirt, but get wear out Just of it. wear it. Do you know, it's the same as baby clothes. The amount oh, of people yeah. who get bought like <laughs> a special seed knit onesie for yeah. their baby and they're like, oh, it's too special to wear because they'll puke all over it. No, put Just them in put it. Them in it. Put them in it. You can wash it. Yeah. The world will keep turning, you know? And actually the good quality stuff washes better. Cost per wear. But the amount of times people go, shit, my baby grew out of that outfit and they didn't yes. even get to wear it. Definitely was guilty of it with Rafa and with Iggy, I put him in all the cute clothes, totally. all the fun clothes. I was like, I'm not missing an opportunity. Totally. So here I am in yeah, my- Yeah, wear the damn shirt In dress. my fancy boiler, boiler. suit. <laughs> <laughs> where you think, I mean, it's not that fat, like it's denim. Like you can actually wear this every day if it's you want. It's the price tag in my head yeah. that makes me feel like it's fancy yeah. revs. Yeah. Like if this was from cotton on yeah. and I paid $79, yeah, yeah. I would wear it to death. But yeah. in my head, I'm like, that was a $300 boiler suit. Yeah, yeah. So then I stopped myself from wearing it because yeah. yes, I filed it away, as you say, but no, no more of no that. More. No more. I'm rocking it as an everyday piece. And so you should. It's, it's, it's sick. It's I love comfy it. until I have to go to the toilet and I'm sitting stark as and shivering. I mean, it's summer. You'll be fine. It's cold today. <laughs> Gear shift. Yeah. Got a little bit of an update from last week's episode. By the way, DLs, thank you for <laughs> supporting our rogue roller coaster episode. Yeah. I think the feedback that we really appreciated was there was one particular DL who said, This episode was the tonic I needed in mm. such a crazy world. Yeah. It's funny, like we did think, like, oh, fuck. Is there a space for a show like ours when the world is in such a dark place, when Mm. our own country is, you know, in a weird place and internationally, obviously, it's awful. And that's why we just put our little disclaimer that we had recorded it before. I think, you know, it's good to acknowledge the context, even when we're not talking in the context. But, yeah, we're glad we could provide some levity and an escape. An escape, Yeah. yeah. Which we acknowledge is a privilege that we can escape. Totally. You know, the realities of this stuff. But I um, mean, I was away on holiday as the world was burning down around us and yeah. I definitely carried guilt, but I actively chose to try and stay in the moment for the sake of my kids. Yeah, yeah. Because Hubs especially hasn't had a holiday in a while, so I wanted to make sure that we could create a bubble for yeah. him. 
But, you know, you can't escape the news. And while we were away, we still very much had those conversations Mm. about how distressing it is. But two things can coexist. That's right. And that's the weird world we live in. It is weird. And it can be uncomfortable for some people. Yeah. and to our Indigenous and First Nations people, we just hope that you're doing all right this week yeah. and that you have support, support around you. I don't even know what to say. Yeah, it's a hard one. Back to my trivial update because yep. <laughs> let's get back into that. Stay in your space. lane, German revs. <laughs> so you know how Raf negotiated me down to 10 years old for getting her ears pierced? Yes. And I've agreed to the double digits occasion. She's going to look so cute in her QC wig. <laughs> in her QC wig. She came up to me yesterday and she said, Mummy, I want to get my ears pierced now. And I said, but babe, we struck a deal. And yeah. we actually pinky promised on it. Mm, no takesy backsies. Yeah. And she said, uh, I'm going to pierce my ears myself. And I said, lol, how? And she said, I'm going to get one of Yai's sewing needles from her sewing kit and an apple slice and I'm going to stick it into my ear myself. And then my brain just went, that's right, in the holidays she watched The Parent Trap. Oh, my God. Straight out of that Lindsay Lohan moment in that cabin that they've been exiled to Mm -hmm. and then one Lindsay pierces the other Lindsay's ears and I was like, fuck, she's a learner. Yeah. She absorbs this shit and she goes, I can apply it to myself. Well, I would let her. (laughs) No. No, what do you That'll put this shit to bed. Has she had a tetanus shot? <laughs> Fuck me. She is not piercing her own ears. I reckon call her bluff. Go, okay, babe, here you go. Give her a needle, give her an apple and be like, let me know when you're done. Lol. Side note, I was sharing this story with a friend of mine and she was like, I did that. Oh exactly from the parent She's like, see these three holes in my ears? She's like, I did that with a sewing needle and an, a piece of apple. I was like, please don't talk to my daughter. For real? She did it That's herself. Like prison tat mm. level. Mm. Baller. So, yeah, baller. Very cool. She had one up high in the cartilage Ooh, region. Nah. And I said, did you do that one? And she said, no, no, that one you cannot do you yourself. You couldn't even. Yeah. You need the special needle. Yeah. Anyway. So what did you say? I said, absolutely not. <laughs> and she went, but I want to. And I said, you're not doing that. You could get an infection. You Cut get to, like- you're going to hear a scream from her bedroom and this is going to be blood all over her gorgeous tonal bed sheets. <laughs> no. You know, you, you know when Rafa puts her mind to something, you know what happens. Like she's going to try and pierce her ears. She's already tried to cut her own fringe. I was going to say how long till she cuts her she's hair. She's done that. Oh my God. I didn't share it on the potty because I was too sad about it. So <gasps> When did this happen? Oh, it was right before we went away. Oh my God. She's got half bangs on one side of her head. <laughs> right of passage. Yep. Do you remember when Isla cut herself into a substitute art teacher vibe? I do remember. The top of COVID in the it UK? It was so awkwardly short. It was so, well, one part was to the, I wanted to say to, to the, the scalp, quick, but to the scalp. Yeah. And then the other part was jaggedy. And she tried to hide it from me. That was the cutest part. She bundled up the hair and put it under her pillow. It's like, honey, I just need to it's look like, at your face. It's like, what have you done? <laughs> do you reckon... <laughs> There's a difference between mum and dads with noticing every single detail uh-huh. on your child's body uh-huh. or is it a personality thing? Mm, I'm going to pull it down the gender line. Why? What? Well, what? I notice every new freckle oh, yes. on my child. Same. Whether Same. it's on their face, on their hand. Yep. I'll just be giving them a cuddle on the couch and I'll be like, oh, there's a new freckle. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hubs would never. In fact, <laughs> Hubs didn't notice that Raf had cut half her fringe. <laughs> Classic dad. But I don't know if that's just me being persnickety, fastidious, whatever word you want to use when it comes to detail and Hubs is just like completely aloof. Um, I don't know. But I mean, you notice, oh, right? Every freckle, mm. absolutely. No, I notice everything. I notice every bruise, every yep. bump. Like I feel like there's an inbuilt thing for mums, like when you have a dog and you give them a pat just to check there are no paralysis ticks mm-hmm, or like mm-hmm. just check they're okay. I feel like there's a nightly cuddle where I'm subconsciously checking over their body. Yeah. You know, I'm checking in their hair and I'm che- like, I'm not check actively checking like a gorilla mum or anything, mm. but like, I feel like there's this really strokey cuddle that happens at the end of the day. And often I'll be like, what's this bump? Or like, mm. what's this here? Or, yeah. I get a bit sad when I see a new freckle. Cause I'm like, that's the Aussie sun. And it's just a reminder for the importance of sunscreen, but also normal with these, the Celtic genes our kids have to totally. be getting freckles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I definitely think mums notice more. Of course they do. Of course we do. We're the superior gender. <laughs> I don't know how many, look, not all couples, not all dads, whatever disclaimer I need to put here, but honestly imagine the world if dads exclusively dressed children. Like they'd be in two sizes too small with holes in it, backwards, upside down, back to front, inside out. 
Hun GP. But anyway. we love him anyway. Anyway. Lucky we're here. <laughs> so, Rebsy, mm. as I'm feeling 60%, <laughs> I had an idea yep. of how you can dominate this okay. episode for well, me. 140 coming up. Yeah. Thank you. What's <laughs> well, on on the quick math? Oh, my God. 60, 40 I find easy. It's just the one I can understand. Anyway. Right. So, I wanted to hit you with a questionnaire. Oh, a questionnaire. Not because I just want you to carry the lion's share <laughs> load of this episode, but also because I'm genuinely interested. But while okay. I was away on holiday, a friend of mine pulled out this questionnaire Ooh, and we did it to the group. Fun. And I was like, these are great questions. I need to share this on the potty and I want DLs to play along. Yeah, play along at but home. Mostly I'm interested in your answers. Okay. Do you know Colbert? Stephen. Correct. Love. Stephen Colbert. Yeah. So he has the Colbert questionnaire mm-hmm. and it's a series of 15 questions that he asks celebrities consistently in all of his interviews. Okay. So some of you will be like, oh, I know this, but yep. some of you who don't will find this quite interesting because they're an interesting collection of questions. So, Rebsy, I'm going to hit you with the first question. Don't overthink it. Okay. First thing that comes to mind. Yep. Best sandwich. Oh, like a chicken schnitzel sandwich. Rogue. Yeah. Chicken schnitty with like lettuce and like a really good mayo. Yeah, right. Yeah. I didn't overthink it. Yeah, you didn't. Okay. Question number two. What's one thing that you own that you really should throw out? A memory box. Oh, really? Yeah. Care to unpack? It's a memory box about a specific person. Yeah. And I really don't need to hold on to it anymore. So are you at the point with you saying that, if I said throw it out no. tomorrow, could you? No. Uh, interesting. But I should. It's time to burn it. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. <sighs> Getting a lot of tea out of Rebsy here. <laughs> You said don't overthink it. All right. Number three. Maybe I'm underthinking it. To you, what is the scariest animal? Snake. Yes. Or shark. Ooh. What are you likely to encounter more? uh, In my life, probably a shark. Erection? Erection? (laughs) Oh, my God. She really is on 60. I mean, snakes are just not all right. They're so unpredictable. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I could outrun it. Whereas if I confront a shark, I'm gonna. I'm done, done. You could bust out a Mick Fanning and punch it in the nose. Or I could just gently put my hand on its nose like the influencers do. Oh. On. <laughs> uh, shark. Okay. Just commit to We're going to lock shark. in shark. Lock it in. Number four, apples or oranges? Oranges for well, Aperol Spritz. Interestingly, you had to really think about Well, that. I like both fruits very much. Okay. And I will have a pretty much daily apple. Mm-hmm. But when I think of an orange, I think Aperol Spritz. Good times. Happy Rebsy. Feel free to sponsor us Aperol. Yeah. We'd be a really good fit for you. All right, next. (laughs) Have you ever asked someone for their autograph or taken a celeb selfie? I don't know. This is a famous person unpacking story happening right here. It's... Have I? Surely. Uh, It's not my vibe. No? No. Wait, okay, let me ask you this. I'm trying to think who I would even... So the biggest fangirl moment I've ever had was with Guy Sebastian. Yeah. But we were technically, like, working with him. Yep. (laughs) So kept it really cool. Obviously didn't ask for an autograph. I mean, who asked for an autograph anymore? I think that's why it's sort of... I updated the question because these days there's no value in an autograph. It's all about the selfie. selfie. And fun fact, Ed Sheeran famously takes every single selfie with that a fan. someone asked for. Yes. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think I have. Really? When I was, <laughs> when I was about 11, maybe 12, mm-hmm. I got to go to the Independence Day. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Premiere yep. in Sydney. And it was at the Hard Rock Cafe. And I had in my bag, or my mum had in her bag, my autograph book from Disneyland. Oh, cute. Stay with me, 90s kids, what, millennial mums. C- Cinderella sign your book? Yeah, because when you go to, in the 90s, when you went to Disneyland, you got like an autograph book and you could get the autograph of the characters. I wow. mean, lol. Anyway, had that book and a pen in the back, but I, you know, felt like I didn't want to ask the famous people. Okay, so tell me a famous person, other than Guy Sebastian, mm. who you would like feel that heart rate increasing, oh my God, I'm in oh, there. Okay. Kate Winslet? Okay, Kate Winslet. Perfect. But I would not ask her for a selfie. Really? No. Wait, so... Because I feel like it would make... Uh, I don't know. It would make me feel like a weird psycho fan, even though it's not... And obviously she's got mega fans. Like, and she deserves millions of fans. I would feel... My uh, fantasy would be that we would be friends, okay. not that I would be her fan. Okay, let me tone down the question a okay. bit. Okay, all right. You're in a patisserie. Little <laughs> petite patisserie. Okay. S- stay with me. Okay, you're having a cup of tea. Yeah. Kate Winslet walks in. Yeah. It's a patisserie in the middle of nowhere, yep. like not a busy area. Just oh, like I this. see what's happening here. Yep. This happened to you. Correct. You were in a patisserie. Shut up. <laughs> this is my story. I was like, why a patisserie? Yeah. You're in a patisserie. You're having a cup of tea. Uh-huh. 
Kate Winslet walks in. Yep. By the way, that part didn't happen to me, DLs. <laughs> Kate Winslet did not walk in. But in your scenario, yeah. she walks in. Yeah. She goes up to the counter. She orders. You're half a meter from her. Uh-huh. Then you stand up because you realize you want a cookie with your tea yep. or a croissant, whatever. And you're in the line behind her. There's you, Kate Winslet, and the shopkeeper. Yeah. Would you have a chat with Kate? I would say something to her for sure. Yeah. But I would not ask for a selfie. That's fine. We're yep. taking the selfie off the okay. table. If selfies, I would. I would say. What would you say? This is what I want to I know. would probably say something like, I love all your work. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you for what you put out in the world or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Because, and the reason I would say that is because having worked for a long time with actors, mm-hmm. one thing I have learned is that no one, people feel too shy. People will ask for a selfie all the time, but everyone will feel too shy to tell them when and they've done a really good job. Mm. So they actually never hear good feedback. They only get to read reviews or hear from their agents or whatever on how they've done. So I always think if it's someone like that, you just tell them, like compliment their work. Yes. Because they never hear it. Mm. And then I also feel like you're not being extra creepy. Like, oh my God, I love you, would be a really full on thing to hear. Yeah, Kate Winslet definitely doesn't hear praise <laughs> on her work when she receives her All right. whatever well, you know Oscar. What? Next question. <laughs> By the way, Jem was in a patisserie and ran into Kate Blanchett. I did. And you said hello. I did. Yeah. I struck up a conversation with her. I was shaking. I was almost levitating. <laughs> and then I did not ask for a photo. Next, Quezzy. What do you think happens when we die? Um. Well, I think we're dead in the ground. But I don't – I used to be like, you're worm meat and that's it. <laughs> you won't know. But now I'm like, oh, well, maybe this is part of getting older is that you need to believe in some kind of – Life beyond. Source, like yeah. higher power or soul space. Yeah. I would like to think it's like going under anesthetic. Yeah, okay. Where it's like there is a level of consciousness there, even though you're out. You know, like, you know, when you go under anesthetic and you come back out, it's not like it went blink and that you missed that time. There was a, that you go somewhere when you're under. I like to think it's like that. Where do you go? Well, you don't physically like, so go like anywhere. So your soul leaves your body? Yeah. Do you believe in that? Like well, your I do. body decomposes? And do you know why I believe your soul leaves your body? Because I had the privilege of sitting at my Nana's bedside as she died. Mm. And I feel like I saw her soul leave her body. Wow. Like not her actual soul, obviously, but she was her and then she was not her anymore. Mm. And it like nothing changed to her physical body. And this isn't my unique idea. This is a very classic thing that people have been with people when they died. This is something that a lot of people will say, right? It's like, I don't know how to explain it other than I was looking at her, holding at her hand. And while she was taking her last few breaths, she was still my Nana. Yeah. And then she wasn't. Mm. It was a body. And there was a, something about her that just, it just wasn't Nana anymore. Mm. So I feel like, well, where did the Nana-ness go? <laughs> where did yeah. she go? She went somewhere, you know, and maybe she didn't go, maybe she just went into the energy of the world. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think you physically go anywhere, but yeah. I, I like to think there's like almost like a. I like the use of the word spiritual. energy. Yeah. Well, because energy has to go somewhere yeah, in does. a scientific way. Yeah. So maybe there's a spiritual energy exchange with yeah. the universe or something. I think the Thai in me who loves Buddha's yeah. philosophies, mm-hmm. I'm really attracted to the idea of reincarnation. Yeah. And I like the idea that the second you die, you're reborn. Yeah. Whether it's as a new baby somewhere else in the world, a lamb, you know what I mean? An like, ant. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But you just come back straight away yeah. in a different incarnation. Yeah. Fun fact, Mm. when Keanu Reeves was asked this question, Mm. what do you think happens when we die? Mm. His reply was, well, the people who love you will miss you like crazy. Oh, yeah. I love Keanu. He's an odd cat. President. Oh, yeah. yeah, But the best kind of odd cat. Yeah. Yeah. We love him. You just love him because he's got the same last name. He was my first celebrity crush, closely followed by Robert Downey Jr. Just fun fact. (laughs) All right, next quizzy. What's your favourite action movie? I don't have one. Yeah, I struggle to answer this I just this too. straight up don't have one. Sh- I guess it's Die Hard, the first one. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not my favourite genre oh, either. I know. Live action Aladdin. Okay. It's an action movie. It is. It's I directed suppose. by an action movie director. Yeah. Totally an action movie. I don't have a favourite action movie. Sorry. Okay. I went with Titanic. Jurax- Jurassic Park? Yeah, that counts. <laughs> it's an action film. <sighs> I know. It's not our genre. It's a terrible question, Stephen. No, I like it because it challenges What does people. it reveal in people? Well, I don't know because what it reveals to me is that that's not your genre. What did Keanu Reeves say? Don't know. <laughs> Can't remember. Don't recall. <laughs> Moving on. 
What's your favourite smell? Oh, jasmine. Like when the jasmine starts to come out in Sydney. And when I lived in the UK, I actually felt the absence of the smell of jasmine. And I bought a diffuser and jasmine oil to try and have that smell in my life. It's not the same. There's nothing that can match that September, October in Sydney when you can't even see it, but it just comes into your orbit and you're like, Jasmine, star Jasmine, star Jasmine. And it's just everywhere. I love it. Did you know that Jasmine is as polarizing as coriander? No. Yes. Is it? Oh, there are loathers of Jasmine. No. How? It gives people headaches. The aroma is too fragrant. It's rife on people's allergies. Is it? Talk to Sim. What about you? You're full of allergies. I'm full of allergies, but I love the smell you of love jasmine. jasmine. I drink jasmine tea. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. here for the jasmine. And do you like jasmine candles and jasmine yes. body lotions and yep. things like that? Yeah, Obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will suffer my way through the allergies to oh. coexist with jasmine. Next quesi. Look, this question <laughs> is questionable to me. Exercise. Yes. Is it worth it? Sure. Yes. Yes. Wait, really? That's yeah, such a course. lukewarm response. Well, of course it is. I just don't do it. Like, of course it's worth it. No one's ever done exercise and regretted it, mm. you know, so yes, it's worth it. And there's so much data and evidence to back yeah, up. Yeah, like you can't argue against exercise, can you? Especially for people who have mental health issues. Yes, of course. I mean, no, of course it's worth it. But do I do it? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> question number 11. Flat or sparkling? Water? Wine? Doesn't specify. Personality? Let's go sparkling. <laughs> Always sparkling. Always sparkling. I knew you were going to say that. For me, flat. Yeah. Not in personality, <laughs> in beverage of choice. In fact, I go out of my way to ks- a bottle of Coke. Yep. Let it sit. Yep. So it's flat. Niche snack foods with Gemma Peanut. <laughs> Question number 12. What is the most used app on your phone, Kate Revs? Instagram. Ovi. Moving right along. We don't need to dwell on that <laughs> disappointing answer. <laughs> Ad break. Got to keep the lights on. DLs, you're not going to want to skip this one as we have one of the biggest discounts we have ever procured for you from this awesome brand. I am extra excited about today's sponsor because DLs, as you will know, this started out as my not spawn. And now it's spawn. How good. Okay, so on your reco, I've started using wild natural deodorant and then wild came to us and asked if we wanted to try the full range. So Obviously, we jumped on that. That's right, DLs. Consider us your natural body care crash test dummies. (laughs) So I've been using wild deodorant for nine months now, and I love the change. My motivation for stopping using regular store-bought deodorant was the aluminium and parabens. Mm. I mean, we use deodorant every day, so Mm. I want to try and avoid all the harsh chemicals as well. Wild's whole thing is that it's all clean and natural. Did your body adapt straight away? Did it take a minute? Okay, so you do need to give this a couple of weeks, okay? okay? There is an adjustment period like anything natural. So my recommendation to you, Revs, was Mm. definitely to give it a full fortnight and then decide how you like it. Okay. You did, but for me, it's been pretty seamless. I will say I'm not an overly sweaty girl, but I have always used strong deodorant and frankly, it's just time to get off the chemicals. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm loving the switch. I found it really easy and the dispenser is really gorgeous. The user experience, just great. Have you got a go-to scent? Oh, babe, I'm all about the fresh cotton and sea salt. Mm. I will say they have got this new Rainforest Oasis scent that I'm keen to try. I am using that one and it's dreamy and it comes in the body wash too and I'm always auditioning body washes. So far, I am loving this one. Rebsy, do you love how you can choose your deodorant Mm. case Mm colour and just pop in the recyclable refills? You know, it makes doing the right thing for the environment feel very nice and bougie. Obsessed. Loving the shampoo bars too because I'm always cringing at the waste in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And of course, all wild products are vegan and cruelty free. So do something for the planet that your future self will thank you for and check out Wild today with 25% off your entire order. Use code NOTIME, all caps, no space, at the checkout. 25% is huge. Yeah, it's actually the highest discount Wilder offering in Australia and it's exclusively for you, DLs. Go to wearewild.com and use code NOTIME at the checkout for 25% off. Enjoy. Number 13. What's the most used app on your phone? The calculator. (laughs) No, Instagram. The calculator? What the fuck? Well, you were giving me shit. You know what's interesting about being in a duo with someone? Let me get meta for a second. It's like I am not numbers, geeky, fucking calculus oriented, okay? But the thing is, 
out of me and Revs, I am. <laughs> yes. So I have it's to. Like l- I'm not that woo woo. No. But out of the two of us, I'm the more woo woo. <laughs> so yeah. you have to like lean into these tropes. Yes. It's so silly. <laughs> We're actually quite the same person. We are. And sometimes yeah. it's like, no, let's pull out our differences just to make it more interesting. <laughs> so we're more inclusive of all types of people. But no, we're as basic as each other, babe. Quezzy number 13, you get one song oh. to listen to oh. for the rest of your life. Fuck. What is it? Oh, my God. It's a toughie. Well, one it, song. Well, it's going to be Queen. Ooh, surprising. <sighs> it's going to be Queen. But which yeah. tune? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not like We Will Rock You. Mm. <laughs> Or We Are The Champions, although that is an absolute cracker. Really? You could listen to We Are The Champions? No, 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 no. It's not going to be that one. It's just that's a really good song. Like you really have to imagine. So this is what I need in this song. I need to be able to sing along. Yep. I need it to have movements. Like, well, not verse, chorus, verse, chorus, because nothing drives you crazy. I'm feeling Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, yeah, but do you know what song still brings tears to my eyes? It's Love of My Life Mm -hmm. by Queen. It's actually just maybe just by Freddie Mercury. It's melodic. There's a piano to it, but it's also got like this like amazing third act in it. Love of My Life by Queen. Oh, okay. But like this is a horrendous question. Who could ever choose one song? I love that you have to really think about it. Yeah. You know what my hub said? Wonderwall by Oasis. I was like. That's my nightmare. uh, Same. (laughs) Kill me. Kill me. And he's got good musical taste. I know. Wonderwall. I was thrown. Was he under the influence at the time of answering the questions? I feel like if you're drunk, that could be like, yeah, Wonderwall. Fucking let's have a vibe. Picnic vibes. Yeah, no chance. (laughs) I would never, ever pick that song. For me, it has to actually be a song that's not too melodic, that's quite nuanced in its melody so that I can listen to it. What did you go with? I went with... um, Olivia Rodrigo, Vampire. No, definitely not. I'm already over it. I've listened to it to death. No, I'm not over it. I'm oh. a forever love kind of gal. I actually went with Jeff Buckley's Alleluia. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sorry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeff Buckley's version too. Yes, Jeff mm. Buckley's version because there's so many verses. Yeah, and amazing lyrics. It's, yes, there's yeah. a peacefulness to it. There's a yeah. calmness. I just felt like if I just had to have one song on loop for yeah. the rest of my life, I could possibly maybe tolerate that song. Yeah. Fun fact. Yes. Very first season of Big Brother UK. Uh. For one week, oh no. seven days straight oh my God. in the house, oh my God. they played Wannabe on loop. Yo, I'll tell you what I want. What I-, I know it. On loop. <laughs> we know it. Yeah, for seven days. Night and day. They got criticised for creating a torture chamber. Well, yeah, it's fair criticism, yeah, I think. Yeah. Next quizzy. Ooh, penultimate quizzy. I'm thinking of a number between one and ten. What is it? Eight. Ba bow. <laughs> Two. Okay. That's so weird. And the final question of the <laughs> Colbert questionnaire. Describe the rest of your life in five words. <gasps> five words that have to go together or just five words? You can interpret it how you wish. Describe the rest of your life in five words. This is giving Rev's pause. I get it. It's a huge question. Mm. Is it like what you want it to be? I know you're saying don't overthink it, but like the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. Go on. It's It's not enough, but I'm going to say you do you, girlfriend. (laughs) Girlfriend is one word. Exclamation mark. (laughs) It's not a word. It's punctuation. But I like it. I think that's great. Yeah. You know what? Because I want to say healthy, happy children, um, surrounded by love, fulfilled creatively, you know, all these things. And it's like, well, fulfillment? And that's one word. I feel like you do you, (laughs) girlfriend. Girlfriend. (laughs) Girlfriend encapsulates a lot of that. Yeah. Because you can love how you want. You can live how you want. You can work Mm. how you want. Exactly. Yeah. There's a liberation to that, which I quite enjoy. Yeah. I'm going to go with you do you, girlfriend. Okay. (laughs) Nice. A friend of mine, when we played this game, he said more of the same thing. Oh, which was beautiful because it indicated yeah. the level of contentment yeah. of his life at present. Yeah. And I was like, that's amazing. And also probably the most honest answer. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is the rest of your life going to be? Probably more of the life you have right now. <laughs> yeah. If we take the romanticism out of it, <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> more of the same, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the Colbert oh, questionnaire. Goodness. Well, some, I do love a questionnaire. They're a bit curly, some mm, of those. And some of like, the- I'm thinking of a number. But I, okay. Cool. It's in there for texture. When I did it, I nailed the number and I felt joy. <laughs> the same joy that like a gambler feels, you know, when, <laughs> when the pokies machine delivers. Oh, God. Yeah. 
You know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Speaking of me being the woo-woo one, Mm -hmm. if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen last week I had a bit of a fright. Look, there may be a ghost in my apartment. Here we go. Okay, but let me just walk you through it step by step and we can discern together if there is a ghost in my apartment or if something just fell off the wall or what the fuck is going on, okay? I'm trying to park my scepticism. Yeah, well, I'm not like, Gem, this is what it is, okay? Let me walk it through All right. and we'll tease it out together. We'll hold space for you. Thank you. Instagram certainly held space. Everyone had a lot of opinions. It ranged from burn the house down now and move to, nah, that's just blah, blah, blah. You know? Anyway, so I was home alone, which happens a few nights a week for me. One to two nights a week, I'm home alone. I was home alone and I went to bed really late because I was binge watching Beckham and I just couldn't stop. Side note, how good Amazing. Although there was a lot of sport in the Spice Girl documentary. I loved it. (laughs) No, I loved it. I loved all of it. Anyway, so I couldn't stop watching and it was like I'd watched four apps and I was like, well, I know it's 11.50 or whatever. I'm going to watch the fifth one or whatever the numbers were. There's only four. What? Okay, so I'd watched three and I was going to watch the fourth. So it was getting really late, but I was like, okay, I'm going to be in bed past midnight tonight, but I, I have to watch it. Did, went to bed, and you know when you're like, oh, I'm not going to get much sleep. It's been worth it. Mm. I go to sleep and I have one of those sleeps where I'm kind of not really staying asleep, like I'm waking up every sleep cycle. Anyway, at 2.30 in the morning, I am woken up by a huge sound in my living room. Describe the sound. I don't know because I was asleep. Mm. You know when a sound wakes you up and you know you've been woken up and you know it's a sound, but it was a one-off. It was something falling or smashing or – and so you're like, there was a sound? Yeah. So it was a crash as opposed to like a siren. No, no, it was like a crash. Yeah. And it was definitely, to my mind, in my living room. Mm. And I had one window open. And the way my apartment is laid out, my bedroom is at one end and the front door is at the other end and every other room is in between. So Mm. the front door is one end. I'm at the other end in my bedroom and my bedroom has windows, but there's no way out of my bedroom, out of the house or anything. Without going through the rest of the house. Without going through the rest of the house. So I sit straight up and I... I'm like, I feel like my heart starts, you know, when you can actually physically feel your heart beating, Mm. my heart is beating. Huge adrenaline dump. Huge adrenaline dump. I'm like that hot, sweaty, actual fear. Mm. Like, and you know, know, as adults, we don't experience fear like that often. often. So it was like very much, this is fear. And I was panicking and I could hear, you know, when you like your ears just tune Mm. and it's the sense that kicks in the most. And I was listening and I swear to you, Gem, I could hear, I'm going to say someone in my living room. Like rifling around? No, it felt like the weight on the floorboards. You know, I've got old floorboards, Mm. like 1930s floorboards. And I felt like I could hear like weight on the floorboards and like a I'm just rubbing my thighs together with my legs. Like I could feel movement. Do you know what I mean? There was no footsteps. There was no rifling around, nothing like that. But I just felt like in my head, I was like, someone's come through my window and now they're trying to be quiet. So I don't Oh babe, this is horrible. Like I'm actually feeling your feels. And I was like, so I was frozen, but sitting up in my bed and I was like, my brain just started doing that. And I was listening. I swear that's what I heard. Okay. Mm. Now I couldn't have heard that because that's not what was happening, but that's where my brain was at the time. Right. So I'm sitting up in my bed and I'm, my ear is craning to listen for any clue. I was like, maybe there's a rat or a possum's come in my window or a bird, or, you know, it could be something like that. But I heard a crash and now I felt like Honestly, I could feel a presence Yeah, okay. and I can't explain it any other way than that. So I'm like, what do I do? I've got my phone. That's all I have. Like I don't have a weapon. There's no way out. I was like, I'm not going to sleep tonight unless I grow up. <laughs> And go and look, you know. But that's scary. But I was by myself. Yeah. And the kids mind- weren't home. If the kids were home, I would have been out there already. Do you know what I mean? Because you just would. Because mm. I would have, A, thought it was one of them. Or you just would. You'd just go check straight away. But I was by myself. And then in my head, <laughs> did this whole thing of like, well, no one's going to rob me. I haven't got anything of value here. No one would be breaking in for things. I'm on like a third story. The only reason someone would come in is if it was like a psycho, like that show The Fall where they've come to rape and murder me. Oh my you know? gosh. I know. This is where my brain went. Yeah, yeah. I sat there. I didn't hear anything for a while. My heart started to slow down and I was like, okay, I just need to go out there, put a light on and look around. Oh, but your imagination... <sighs> And just when like, it kicks off, before you switch the light on, before you round the corner of your bedroom the door, rounding the corner, yeah, it's it was terrifying. rounding the corner from my bedroom into like. So when I leave my bedroom, I can essentially see most of my living room. Yeah. But just coming around that corner because I felt like that switch noise. The presence I felt was like 
just outside my bedroom. Mm. And I was like, am I going to get jumped? Like, (laughs) I mean, anyway, I went out there and there was nothing. And I looked everywhere and I looked in the kids' room and I looked in the kitchen and I looked in the bathroom and everything. And I saw nothing. I was like, there's no one here. I closed the window that was open just to do something. And I was like, all right. And I went back to bed and I put on a podcast and I went back to sleep and I was fine. Right. Okay. Well done. Yes. Like I felt like, I felt like, oh, something is going on. The fact that you were able to calm your nervous system down with a podcast and go to sleep astounds me. That's amazing because I know that heightened state. But I looked around and I had proof now. There's no one in my place. Like, you know, I've locked the door, the window's shut, you know. Yeah. It must have been something else. And I said to myself. Did shadows just scare you? Because um, when my mind is in that headspace, like a cupboard could cast a shadow on the wall and I'm like, are they hiding in the shadows? I know. And look, weird things do happen in my apartment. Like It's an old building. It's an old building that could be explained, but also could be a poltergeist. (laughs) You know, like sometimes my bedroom door just closes. I had a psychic energy healer round to my apartment when I first moved in to clear the energy. She told me there was a ghost in my pantry. Teddy's been scared of the pantry for a really long time and he's never known that detail. Like I never told the kids there's a ghost in the pantry, but Teddy is like terrified of the pantry, runs from it, won't go near it. He has had that forever. Um, We had giant handprints on the windows in the kids. Remember that? When I came home, there were these giant handprints on the window. Some weird shit happens. We also live on a very main drag in a main metropolitan area. So most things can be explained by outside sounds, old building, you know, whatever. So it's like you, you pick your, how you want to sit on it. And it's fine if my boyfriend's there or even if the kids are there because I'm like in mum mode. But when I'm by myself, it reminds me that I live by myself. Yeah. And that is confronting. Anyway, I said to myself to calm myself down. In the morning, I will find what that noise was and I'll investigate and it will be something falling off a wall or whatever. Because I thought like, you know, I hang pictures myself and stuff like it could have been anything. In the morning, I go into the bathroom and I wasn't even looking actually. I just sat on the toilet and I was like, ah, my fucking chic razor had Uh. fallen off the wall and you know that makes a big racket because it's happened to all of us a million times because they're bullshit but also bathrooms are echoey bathrooms are echoey all the tiles they just are and in a quiet house at 2 30 in the morning that would be enough to startle a tired mum who wakes up at everything you know so I was like okay that was the noise great so I post this on Instagram post that whole story basically piece to camera tell that story show the chic razor I'm like you're doing a funny bit where I'm like saging the razor I get a handful of dms they're like oh my god my razor did that and my husband was away on business and it scared the shit out of me like an oh, overwhelming good. amount of oh my god my razor yes, woke me up one time and I was like wonderful station. but I get one dm from Anna the psychic oh first of all it's your nana <laughs> And she's telling you it's the cutting of a cord. Something is not to be signed. She's like, I'm getting something is not to be signed. And I was like, okay, cool. Then my mate JP, one of my besties, he's like, nah, that is classic ghost. The feeling you had, this, the feeling of the presence, classic ghost knocked that razor off the wall. So you know how I had my scepticism parked? <laughs> I've taken it off the shelf. Jem, wait for this. All right. I'm trying to stay with you on this. As I'm, I read JP's and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, classic hey, ghost behavior. Sorry, can we just be clear about something? Your chic razor, is it stuck to an attachment that has the suckers? Yes, yes. It's very explainable. Yes, it oh, is. I, I left out a detail. My desktop computer turned on. Okay. Okay, that's a weird thing. No, it's not. Computers do that glitchy shit all the time. But as the razor fell? I don't know. It's weird. Know. Like it's yes, it's explainable, but it's also weird. So that light came into my room at mm. the same time as the sound, right? Yeah. So my desktop computer is in this nook just outside my bedroom and my like the light came in as well. So I was like, and the way your computer wakes up is when the mouse is moved. Sorry, that was a big detail that I left out. I mean, sure. So my desktop computer came on and the thing crashed. Now <sighs> It's all explainable and there are reasons what all happened. So Anna's like, according to something to decide, as I'm reading her DM on Instagram, I get an email notification at the top of my phone. You know how your emails pop down yep. from someone, and I won't say the details because it's legal, but someone saying, hi, Kate, have amended and sent to X for signing. So as she's saying something is not to be signed, like what would that mean? How would she know what, you know what I mean? It means nothing to her. She doesn't know that, that stuff. And then down comes this email notification, have sent this thing to be signed. And I'm like, what? Now I got over it. Yep. (laughs) Mostly because I had my boyfriend there the next night. So let me ask you this. Was the thing signed? Yes. Yes, it was signed. Okay. So it was signed. (laughs) It was signed. And I'm like, was it not supposed to be? Have I made a mistake? You know? Yeah. So then Jem 
my boyfriend came over. It was fine. We had a weekend with him. I felt safe. It was all good. I'm so relieved in this situation that you live in an apartment. Yeah, I know. I because know. there's, I mean, as someone who was also a long-time apartment liver, there's a sense of uh, safety in numbers and moving to a house can be quite scary. Well, and also I don't have a periphery no. on ground level or no, anything. You're, like I'm up high. I'm, also, I'm a secure building. What you haven't told the DLs as well, yes, you're on the third floor, but the third floor of a building with fucking high ceilings. It's very high up. I'm yeah. very high up. I feel very safe generally. But, you know, ghosts need no elevator, Gem. It is true. Anyway, so I come. So then I'm like, I'm all fine. And then I have my first night without my boyfriend. So last night was the first night again since that incident that I was going to be home alone. Yeah. I get home from your place and I walk into my kitchen. I'm showing Gem a video now. So Gem's going to need to describe it to you guys because this is not a visual medium, but I will put this on Instagram. This is what I walk home to. So it's a knife that has obviously fallen Just from describe what you see. Don't make assumptions. Yeah, okay, but it, but it is a knife that is in your wooden floorboards. Stuck but it's, it's into my wooden like floorboards. Like it's been stabbed into your wooden floorboards. Where is it, Gem? In front of the pantry. <laughs> One of my kitchen knives is stabbed into the floorboards in front of my pantry. Now, can the skeptic in me say something? There's plenty of ways it could have got there. Where the knife likely fell from Mm -hmm. is near your kitchen sink, which sits in front of a window. Yes. That's skeptic gem. So it could have blown the knife off. Absolutely. Have you ever in your life seen a knife land like that in floorboards outside of the movie Final Destination? Okay, I have not. But it isn't impossible. It's not impossible. And do you know what? Right now I'm trying to convince myself because I'm feeling the hairs yes, on my arms. Yes, I'm feeling it. Uh, yes. And I don't want to believe that it's a poltergeist in that pantry that's basically threatening to take your life. With this <laughs> I'm saying get out of my house. Yeah. And it's another cutting thing, like yeah. a razor yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a knife. Yeah. You I know? see the connections. See, I and, know. The, and Anna said it's a cutting of the cord. I'm not happy about this. It's not nice. Can now, we... there's also a piece of paper I've just noticed. on the... Oh, no, it's a photo. Oh, God, it's a photograph. What of? I don't know. It's upside down. Oh, it's my childhood photo. It's from the fridge. So that's fallen off the fridge. It's Do you a know photo of me as a 10-year-old. We're going to go with gust of wind through the kitchen window because it makes sense. They're in alignment. Yep. Knife blows off. It was probably on the edge. You're in a rush. You cut up an avocado with that little knife. Yep. It fell off. The wind also unclipped a photo from your fridge. Picked up the knife and stabbed it into the floorboards. You're choosing to interpret this in the most aggressive and violent way. I mean. Why would you do this to yourself? If a knife falls off a bench, it clatters on its side. Not always. Sure, not always. There's axe throwing contests, okay? Like some (laughs) people... Exactly. Throwing, not gust of wind throwing (laughs) contests. (laughs) Anyway, that's uh, that's an update on my living situation. Burn the house down. (laughs) Burn the house down. I don't care if you sage it into a fucking fire. Burn the house down. Oh, my God. Oh, now I'm remembering my fire alarm went off the other night and there was no smoke, no fire, nothing. Do I need to get Anna back or do I need to move? I'm positively spooked. Yeah, it's spooky. Yeah. It's fucking, it's like Rafa's lights. But I know that adrenaline dump that you're feeling. Like I know it. It's horrible. And that fear is very real. Yeah, in the moment it's very real. Yes. How are we feeling? I didn't sleep very well last night. Yeah. I'm just trying to adult myself. I'm like, I'm not going to be afraid to be home alone. It's not Mm. where I'm at in my life. You know, I don't want to live that way. No. So I'm just trying to like talk myself out of it or like, okay, what's the worst that could happen? Like a ghost can't kill me. It can spook me. Yeah. You can make friends with it. Yeah. Maybe I can just be like, it's fine. You have permission to leave. Just go into the kitchen and go, hey, Casper, we're cool, bro. Stop being so aggressive. There's a window there. You're welcome to fly You're welcome to leave. I do not consent. Okay, to this nighttime behavior. I said to JP, I was like, if it's a ghost, like why kick off at night? Why can't they just kick off at like midday? (laughs) You know, why has it got to be in the dead of night? He's like, oh, please. That is classic ghost behavior. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, Benny Wood was like, what do you need? You need me to come over there and beat someone up? I was like, okay, all the men in my life and just take a little step down. JP was like, I'm bringing the Ouija board. I was like, you fuck right off. Oh, my God. Can we do light as a feather? No, if it's a we're not entertaining this. Yes, no. let's do the craft. Your hair's going to fall out soon. <laughs> Stop. It already does. I know. I d- that was a step too far. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, my God. Anyway, the little update. Uh, I, I, if you've got any cleansing tips. Sage, baby. I've done it. I know. I've done it. I feel like I need a priest. <laughs> Anyway. Should we pivot to lighter things? Yes. Is this the moment? Yes. 
Hit me with your not spawn. I said, hit me with your not spawn. Do, do, do. Go on, hit me oh, with your not spawn. I've just talked for like 20 minutes. Also, you just like came in on my song and flipped it around and made I it. I thought we were a duo. T- we are a, a duet. Oh, you're right. <laughs> All right. I've got a fun not spawn this oh, yeah, week. Yeah. As we come into the Christmas season, mm. my mind is already thinking about gifts. Now, Iggy's been very specific. He wants a blue <laughs> articulating toy bus, you know, like a blue bendy bus. Well, you know the bendy buses that articulate? What do you mean well, articulate? That's what they're called, articulating buses. Are they? Yeah, because they're a British thing. Maybe. Sounds like it. Anyway. We would call that a bendy bus. <laughs> sure, a bendy A blue bendy bus is what he's wanted and believe it or not, I found one online. So I'm wow. getting him that for Christmas. Well done. I've been thinking a little bit about Rafa and stocking stuffers and she is obsessed with my makeup. Oh, She's yes. so into it. And in the mornings, she just helps herself. And Wow, you have a son who wants a blue bus and a daughter who wants makeup. All the gender cliches, <laughs> leaning in so hard. It's fine. I've, it's fine. You know, to think that I tried to raise them gender neutral. I know. Hilarious. Nature will out. Apparently. So she helps herself to her makeup. I've surrendered, but it's annoying. Yeah. You know, like I pick up my eyeshadow palette, which I actually use to draw eyebrows on, and it's all smushed. Yeah, and, and, and dusty. Know, and dust. Yeah. It's, it's like, just, babe, get out of the Charlotte. Tilbury you know I wish it was Charlotte Tilbury it isn't but that's fine maybe that's why I'm more casual about it however there is a kids natural makeup brand oh and it's called oh flossy oh yes I know it. have you heard of it yes. yeah I got served an ad on Instagram clicked through started following and I was like oh this is great yeah because it's not like so Rafa's got like a pretend makeup kit that I bought her from Kmart but it's it doesn't That's no do good. the thing yeah. you know like you can't actually pick up eyeshadow with the eyeshadow yeah, no, brush no fun at all yeah so I was like I love that it's all natural and I love that it looks kind of like grown-up makeup yeah the colors nice. are beautiful and I was like that is what I'm going to get her for Christmas. Nice. And I thought I will make it my not spawn. Very good. Mm. Love that. Also, dug a little deeper. It's a small mum run business. Wonderful. Always here for that. We love that. Okay, now I know what to get her for Christmas. Can I get her little nail polishes? Would she like that? Sure. Would that make your life hell though? A little bit. Yeah, because you've got carpet. We're a no painting family. You know what you could get her is nail stickers yeah. and stick on earrings. She's oh, very yeah. into Oh, stick on earrings. Stick on earrings would be fun. It what might- if I took her to the mall and got her ears pierced? <laughs> Oh my god, Jem had a sense of humor failure. Jem became a poltergeist and tried to scare Rebs. Absolutely fucking but she not. She would love me forever. Yes. <laughs> You're like, and I, you would be dead to me. Yes. Pick your poison, babe. I would not do that. Okay, cool. Um, so hit me with your not spot. <laughs> okay. Mine is really great. I discovered it over the weekend. It's mm-hmm. called Formally Ever After, and that's the handle you can follow, which is the best way to support this gang. At Formally Ever After. It's this incredible woman in Queensland. She basically crowdsources and gathers formal wear and then helps people who can't afford to attend their formal or formal events in underprivileged communities. There's a lot of work in the NT and Far North Queensland attend their formals. Now, if you have a dress to donate, say you've never worn it and it still has the tags on like old Revsy here. Yep. That's something that you thought you were going to wear and you never have or whatever. Or even if it's something you've worn a few times and it's formal wear, could be a formal dress. This goes for men as well. She also collects cufflinks, ties, shirts, Amazing. suits. You know, a lot of our blokes have suits that don't fit them anymore, but they only wore to four weddings or something. You can bundle this stuff up and send it to them. And it just, oh my God, what she does is she just empowers these young people to be able to attend like sporting awards nights or their school formal Love where they this. otherwise wouldn't be able to. Beautiful. I just think that's a really cool grassroots charity. So support. is it as simple as sending putting it in a, a postage bag yep. and sending it to a specific address? Yep. You can also send money if you'd prefer to support that cool. way. But we all have those clothes. And instead of just chucking it in a bag and sending to Salvos mm. where someone else will buy it, also very worthwhile. But this just feels like, you know, you can feel really good about this. And what a cool initiative. Brilliant. Yeah. And as we were talking about fashion and clothes, like, let's be real. Formal wear is not something you wear frequently. Oh. I challenge anyone who has a formal-esque dress in their wardrobe that they've worn more than 10 times. Oh, God, 10? Doesn't exist. No. So you know what? If you're done with it, send it. Send it. Send it. To Formally Ever After. Well, that brings us to the end. I hope you feel better next week, sweetheart. I feel like the Sudafed is... Um, Wearing off. Yeah. yeah. I need yeah. to get to bed. Yes, you do. We're going to tuck Jemmy up. But um, thanks for being here, DLs. And we'll be back in your ears bright and early on Friday with the Bestie Hotline. Bye-bye. Bye.